at SFM Radio and at Stephen Grutus on Twitter. Good to hear from you this morning. Uh, Alan on the line from Pine Town on the Construction Mafia. Hi, Alan. Good morning, Stephen. This, uh, this, this Construction Mafia, they're not confined only to small projects. I mean, these big projects that, mm. that the garbage that you were speaking to about earlier on. They're down to small projects. As soon as somebody, it's in a, on a public sort of setting or footprint, as soon as somebody starts doing any building projects, and I was speaking to a plumber, and he's not a, a, a big guy or anything like that, and they, people are scared to take on any projects because these this construction mafia guys, they arrive with guns and their BMWs, sure. and they demand this and that and the next thing, and this 30%. Sure. So somebody needs to get to the bottom of it. And uh, where in that, where in KZN was that, Alan? Um, in the Durban area. I don't know. Okay. I don't have specifics, yeah. unfortunately, Stephen. No, but sure. uh, but this is a real thing. This I'm telling you now, it's real, and people need to get to the bottom of it because it's just it's nonsense of the highest order, in my opinion. All right, Alan in Pine Town. Thank you. We've heard similar stories like that, not just there, also in the Western Cape. If you know more, zero eight six triple zero two zero three two. SAFM. Yesterday, you heard from the chair of the Westville Residents Association, Asad Gaff, who said that his members were going to refuse to pay their rates to the city of Etiquini because the city wasn't managing their money properly and things were basically falling apart. He also said that because the city was so short of money, they would be desperate for it and thus his members may have a moment where they can force the city to manage their money better. Yesterday, we tried to arrange an interview with the city of Etiquini to hear their side of the story. They told our producer, Banyana, that they're not speaking about the matter because they've taken it to court. I feel I must just remind you that several court judgments have shown that the subjudice rule does not really exist in South African law anymore. And in fact, the former Deputy Chief Justice, Takang Mosaneke, once said in a speech that it is now virtually non-existent. So I'm not quite sure why the city of Etiquini doesn't want to respond to you and give you their side of the story. Anyway, if they would like to, we'd be very happy to hear from them. Meanwhile, in Cape Town, residents there say they can't pay the increased cost of services there, and particularly around electricity. Natasha Gerter is a resident of Tafelsuch and founder of the Electricity Tariffs Must Fall campaign. Natasha, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. Nice to be talking to you. Everyone is battling at the moment. What impact are the new uh, costs, the new rates having on you? This is the most serious case of all, um, Stephen, because um, currently what the city is doing, they um, firstly evaluated your property. And upon that, your property increases. So automatically, if your property increases and it's above 500,000 rand now, they switch you over from the lifeline tariff automatically onto the domestic tariff, which the lifeline tariff was 160 per unit. And now, currently, from the 160, you are in 351 cents per unit, which gives you a 100% increase for most of the residents. Um, if this is the policy, weren't people consulted about the policy? It's surely been the policy for a long time. And I imagine the city would say, well, you know, the lifeline tariff is called that for a reason. And when a property goes above a certain value, we need to change what we charge. The city is not communicating with the people, even with the property evaluation. This was done based on assumption. They do not physically come to your house to evaluate your property. They base it on assumption. And this is merely to increase their profits, to, to generate income on their side. But 
the, the citizens of this country is the one suffering already. We cannot afford these increases and tariffs, yet they go on doing these things without our consent, without even informing us that, listen, from as of the 1st of July, you won't be paying 160, but you will be automatically paying 3 rand for 1 cent. No communication is being made with the residents. Um, Eskim, I mean, uh, Eskim put up their electricity prices and there's a whole process around that, right? Doesn't the city of Cape Town have to kind of do what Eskim does? You say that they're maybe making a profit. I mean, are they really making a profit? Don't they need to recover their costs no matter how they do it? They need to get the money back that they've spent on buying the electricity from Eskim in the first place. And that's one of the roots of the problems here. Yeah, but that is not the only case. The other is that illegal electricity is being connected everywhere, but they cannot have that sorted. People are stealing electricity, they're connecting it to the shacks and whatever, but the city cannot have that sorted. I spoke to the Minister of Energy the last time at the first Thursday in, in Mitchell's plane that we had, and he told me that there will be a bloodbath if they have to go into that areas to cut the electricity, and that is being used illegally. The only way for them to generate income is to come to the working class. The people already suffering, the people that has bonds, etc. They are they, not considering our wages. After all, the wages are only being increased once per year. And that is below inflation. Not considering all the other increases. Why don't they then focus their they put their focus on the wage increase if they want to collect money like they want to. Then why not increase the wages of the people but they're not even doing that. I'm saying that this is deliberate because they want us to suffer. They want us to be homeless. They want us to be penniless. Wh- I don't wh- why would they want you to be homeless, Natasha? Because at the end of the day, we won't be able to afford our homes because of these electricity tariffs that we must cover. It's 10 rand for two units. How can you cook food for two units? You put on the stove that two units is gone. You cannot, you cannot even put on your geyser. My geyser, for one, switched off completely because I cannot afford to have 10 units go just to switch on that geyser to have a nice bath. So obviously this is planned. This is a plan from the city to, 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 to get rid of the middle class, the working class. I don't know, but... The city is supposed to work for the citizens, and this is not the case. Natasha Gertse, thank you. Resident of Tafelsuch and founder of the Electricity Tariffs Must Fall campaign. You were there, SAFM, leading the conversation at 7 o'clock. Our insurance will go out of their way to try and save you money on your car insurance. If they can't, ask for 500 rand. SMS out to 38462. Now that's good news.